Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hola y bienvenidos a Coffee Break Spanish. Lesson 31 is something of a review because from lesson 31 to 40, Cara and I are going to be in Spain recording some conversations and as we go to Spain we need to do some preparation for the conversations. So in lesson 31, which was actually recorded on the plane, we go through some of the words and phrases that Cara will need to know as she's going to be practicing these live in Spain. So I hope you enjoy lesson 31. So what we're going to be doing over the next 15 minutes or so is look at some of the phrases that we've already covered in Coffee Break Spanish over the past few months and see if some of these are likely to come up and review them before they come up in the next few days while we're in Spain. So, Cara, what kind of language do you think we're going to come across when, for example, we arrive at the airport? We might need to ask for directions to find out where we're going, where our hotel is, and um, maybe ask how we can get there. Okay, so let's think about that first of all. Directions, we've covered directions and this is probably something that we're going to be finding out about in the town anyway. We'll have to ask our way around maybe to find the bus station or something like that. So as I ask Cara these questions, see if you can work out what the answers would be. Cara, how would you say where is ¿Dónde está? ¿Dónde está? Muy bien. ¿Dónde está? So if we were asking, I don't think we've covered this, but the bus stop, the bus stop, the verb to stop is parar. Parar. And the bus stop is la parada. La parada. La parada de autobuses. La parada de autobuses. Autobuses, muy bien. Autobuses. La parada de autobuses. So if you were saying, where is the bus stop? What might you say? ¿Dónde está la parada de autobuses? La parada. La parada de autobuses. ¿Dónde está la parada de autobuses? Muy bien. Now, if you ask that question in the airport information office, you might be told, está a la derecha. It's on the right. It's on the right. La derecha is the right. Está a la derecha. Or what would it be if it were on the left? A la izquierda. 
a la izquierda. A la izquierda. Está a la izquierda. Está a la izquierda. Muy bien. What about near and far? That's right. Near is... Cerca. Cerca. And far... Lejo. Lejos. 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 That's right. Near, cerca. So, is it near here? Está cerca de aquí. Está cerca de aquí. Está cerca de aquí. And in Latin America, you would say, está cerca de aquí. Está cerca de aquí. And is it far from here would be? Está lejos de aquí. Está lejos de aquí. Está lejos de aquí. Yeah, and of course, I didn't really raise my voice at the end for the sentence there. I should have said, ¿Está lejos de aquí? ¿Está lejos de aquí? <laughs> Muy bien. So, that's maybe finding out where the hotel is. How would it actually, there's a point, how would we say, is the hotel far from here? El hotel está lejos de aquí. El hotel está lejos de aquí. So it's just like saying the statement, el hotel está lejos de aquí, but then raising your voice at the end. El hotel está lejos de aquí. El hotel está lejos de aquí. Perfecto. Now it's very likely that at some point over the next few days, we'll be stopping to have a little coffee or a cerveza or algo así. So, let's imagine we're in a cafe. How would you attract the attention of the waiter? You would say, por favor. Por favor. You could say some other things as well. What were the other things that we've covered in the course? Oiga. Oiga. But what did we say about oiga? It's more impolite and not really used in Spain. Exactly. Um, you can say it, but it's more polite to say, por favor, just to attract the waiter's attention or the waitress's attention. And let's say that you wanted to order... A beer. What's a beer? Una cerveza. Una cerveza. Or in Latin America, una cerveza. And there is another word for beer if you just want a, a glass of draft beer. Una caña. Una caña, exacto. Let's say you wanted a coffee, a, a milky coffee, a white coffee. Un café con leche. Un café con leche. Un café con leche. And what was the word for the small coffee with just a little bit of milk? Cortado. Un cortado. How would you ask for the bill, please? La cuenta, por favor. La cuenta, por favor. And if you want to maybe develop your Spanish a little more, how would you say, can you bring us the bill, please? Nos trae la cuenta, por favor. Nos trae la cuenta, por favor. And good, because you raised your voice at the end, showing that that was a question. If you were just saying, nos trae la cuenta, it kind of means someone is bringing you the bill. Nos trae la cuenta. He's bringing us the bill. Or she's bringing us the bill. As opposed to, nos trae la cuenta, por favor. Can you bring us the bill, please? There's another way of saying, bring us the bill as well, or bring us the water, bring us wine, or whatever. What's bring us, the command form? Traiganos la cuenta, por favor. Traiganos la cuenta, exactly. Traiganos la cuenta. And although it's a command form, it's still quite polite. Traiganos la cuenta, por favor. Obviously, if you add in por favor at the end of anything, it helps to make things more polite. 
Let's think about some of the places in the town that we will come across. Obviously, there's El Café. The Café. Okay. How would you say the restaurant? El Restaurante. Y me pregunto, ¿cuántos restaurantes hay en esta ciudad? Sí. <laughs> Many restaurants are there in this town. I think there will probably be a little more than 19. What about the tourist information office? La oficina de turismo. La oficina de turismo. Or, of course, in Latin America, la oficina de turismo. And what about the chemists, the pharmacy? La farmacia. La farmacia. La farmacia. One place that we've not actually come across so far in our lessons is el estanco. El estanco is literally a tobacconist's. And it's where you can buy cigarettes and tobacco for pipes and so on. However, tobacconists, estancos, are also where you buy stamps and sometimes postcards and sometimes other things like magazines and so on. Maybe the estanco would be combined with uh, a newsagent's. But el estanco is where we're going to be buying in Spain when we get there our postcards and stamps. Postcards are tarjetas postales. Tarjetas postales. Una tarjeta postal. Una tarjeta postal. Unas tarjetas postales. Unas tarjetas postales. Muy bien. And it's also where we're going to buy, be buying stamps. A stamp is un sello. Un sello. Exacto. Cara, can you tell me how... Sello would be written. S-E-L-L-O. Exactly. It's got a double L sound in there. Sello. Sello. Now, in actual fact, that's a good example of a word which shows that Spanish pronunciation, using the TH sound, the C, in, for example, cerveza, helps with writing and with spelling. Because if in Latin America we heard the word sello, we wouldn't know whether that was spelt C-E-L-L-O or S-E-L-L-O. Whereas in Spain, the fact that it's sello means that it has to be spelt S-E-L-L-O because the only sound, the only combination of letters in Spain that give se is S-E. That's maybe a little complicated. Don't worry too much about it. It's just an example of pronunciation differences and the way in which some pronunciations can help you with the spelling of a word. Let's move on. We've talked about sellos and tarjetas postales that we're going to buy in... Can you remember the word for a tobacconist's? Estanco. Estanco. If you were to go into an estanco, or indeed any other shop, What's the phrase that you're likely to hear? How can I help you? ¿En qué puedo ayudarle? ¿En qué puedo? Literally, in what? ¿Puedo? ¿Can I? ¿In what? ¿Can I? ¿Ayudarle? Help you. And if there were more than one of you, then it would be ayudarles. ¿En qué puedo ayudarles? ¿En qué puedo ayudarles? Ayudarles. Ayudarles. Okay. There's another way of saying that, and it literally would be, how can I serve you? ¿En qué puedo servirles? 
¿En qué puedo servirles? Servirles is obviously when talking to more than one person. If it were, how can I help you, singular, it would be, ¿En qué puedo servirle? ¿En qué puedo servirle? Muy bien. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. When you're not listening to Coffee Break Spanish, you can still practice your Spanish with our regular posts on social media. Find us on Facebook, just search for Coffee Break Spanish. We're Learn Spanish on Twitter. And you can keep up with the team through our regular posts on Instagram. Follow Coffee Break Languages. It's our mission to help you turn your downtime into your do time. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Let's just continue to talk a little more about other phrases that you're very likely to come across in lots of different situations. How would you be asked, is there anything else that you want? For example, in a shop, in a cafe, in a restaurant. Algo más. Algo más. Muy bien. Algo más literally means... Anything else. Anything else. In actual fact, algo is the word for something, something and más, more. more. So something more, algo más, anything else. Algo más, or it may be combined with one of the other words that you already know. Things like, necesita algo más. Necesita algo más. Necesita algo más means... Do you need anything else? Or, quiere algo más. Quiere algo más? Which of course means... Do you want anything else? How would you say, would you like anything else? Quisiera algo más? Quisiera algo más? Would you like something else? Muy bien. Now we're going to look at two final things here. One is how you greet people, because greetings are very important when you're in Spain or indeed any Latin American country. And also we're going to be looking at how to say thank you and 
the various things you may hear in response to thank you. Let's start with that. First of all, how then would you say thank you? Gracias. Gracias, or in Latin America, gracias. How would you say thank you very much? Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias, literally, many thanks. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. You can also hear something that would equate to very many thanks. Muchísimas gracias. Muchísimas gracias. Muy bien. Now, one thing to see here, now that we are more familiar with Spanish, the first time we learned this, I think it was back in lesson two, and we didn't really know much about Spanish. Gracias, thanks, literally is feminine plural. That's why you say muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Please note that it's not muchos. We've had quite a lot of people send emails to us and of course it's wonderful that you're trying to speak or write in Spanish. And when you write, it's really important to remember that it's muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Muchísimas gracias. Muchísimas gracias. Muy bien. Now, if you say thank you, then you're likely to hear not at all or don't mention it or uh, no problem or something like that in, in reply. In Spanish, probably the most common phrase is de nada. De nada. De nada. De nada. And de nada means it's nothing or literally of nothing. But we wouldn't say of nothing in English. We would say not at all. Muchas gracias. De nada. Perfecto. And another phrase that you may hear is no hay de qué. No hay de qué. And literally, that's sort of the beginning of a phrase that means there is nothing that you need to thank me for. No hay de qué. No hay de qué. But it's really more likely that you'll hear de nada. De nada. Now, we also said that we're going to look at greetings. Obviously, we've got buenos días. Buenos días. Buenos días, good morning, good day. We also have buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Good afternoon and also into the early evening, really before dinner. And then if you go in somewhere late at night, you would say... Buenas noches. Buenas noches. Buenas noches in Spanish can mean a hello greeting as well as a goodbye greeting. So buenas noches, buenas tardes, buenos días. Buenos días, buenas tardes, and buenas noches. One thing that you may also hear, and this is something that you might have heard already, when you say buenas noches, buenas tardes, buenos días, you may hear the S being swallowed a little, particularly in, for example, buenas tardes. It's a very light S. And this also happens with muchas gracias. The S before the gracias is swallowed a little. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. We don't really want you to repeat this simply. We want you to be able to recognize it. It's not a problem. You don't need to use it. You can say muchas gracias. And that's just every bit as correct as muchas gracias. It's really a, a pronunciation thing. One final thing to say, when you go into a shop, particularly in the afternoon, it's very common to hear buenas Buenas. And it's short, obviously, for buenas tardes, but you'll hear that very common. It's quite a nice way if you go into a shop and just say, buenas. Buenas. That's quite a nice thing to do. That's really as much as we're going to do in terms of revision and preparation for our visit. 
Indeed, I think we've possibly started our descent now. So, that's all from Coffee Book Spanish for this week. We hope you've enjoyed this slightly different show and that you've got something out of it and that you'll be able to revise in time for your the coming programs. Muchas gracias y hasta la semana que viene. Gracias y adiós. that's where we're going to leave it today for this edition of Coffee Break Spanish. Thanks for joining us and we hope it's been useful. You can join the Coffee Break Spanish community on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakspanish and follow at Learn Spanish on Twitter. Muchas gracias y hasta pronto. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.